Good evening, squirrels. We were doing the pre-show chatter, and I said to Alan, I said, just press record, because, <laughs> you know. At, at what point? I don't want to I don't want to have to hear it all over again, like twice. Good, good point. Random oh. observation. When does chatter turn into jibber jabber? Well. <sighs> Deep questions here in the squirrel report. When it's when I'll it becomes you know. annoying, it's jibber-jabber. <laughs> I'll let you know. Jibber-jabber. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. Up. That's that's good. Hey, good point. That's going to be the next. <laughs> that's going to be the next uh, Joe Biden insult. Is jibber-jabber and malarkey. When when Brita does the big sigh and hangs up. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. Yeah. Good night. Well, it's too bad we don't have anything to talk about. Yeah, I anything happened this week? I don't know. It was pretty boring. <sighs> Just another week in paradise. Well, I got something I wanted to talk about. This is completely your Jeep weekend. No, that's not what I wanted to talk about. I wanted you to talk about your Jeep weekend because everybody loves it when you talk about car stuff. <laughs> we know that's a lie. People comment all the time. They send me, they send me, you know, private messages on Facebook saying, "Oh my God, we love it when Jay and Alan talk talk about car stuff, <laughs> nerd out about car stuff." For Thanks. Please just I'll take like, I'll take things that never happened for two hundred dollars, Alan. Please, could you do that's, a whole episode just with car stuff? That's even less believable than the Atlantic piece on Trump. Come it on, it is. It is. My question is: Is a Jeep a car? Um, is it, a taco a sandwich? It yeah. It, <laughs> is a hot dog a taco? It it. De- oh it, Jay, it, no. It it depends on who you ask. Um, okay. It is. It's a jeep. Um. It is. It is not a truck. No. I is it? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure it's not a truck. Okay. Because trucks are made for carrying things, and the jeep. Really isn't. Even mm-hmm. the army never called it a truck. Okay. Um, I'm not sure it's a car either. It's a. It's it's you know it's the original SUV. So I don't know. That's right. You know. It's like the El Camino. Yeah. It's neither <laughs> neither fish nor fowl. <laughs> the El Camino. So fill us in on your little Jeep weekend. It's not that big a deal. No, it's I filled with mud crickets. No, it wasn't. Oh my God, that—that's the term. Brita was trying to come up. She was trying to remember what the word, what the phrase was. The closest. Can you even tell say it? Oh my God! The closest. So I was like, I was okay. Alan and I were talking about his Jeep weekend that he just was on, and I was teasing him, and I was like, "So, I, this is so inside baseball. I'm so sorry, everybody, but it was really funny at the time." But so I'm saying to him, and I'm like, "So you're going on this Jeep weekend? Like, you're going to get yourself a Jeep girlfriend? Like, one of those?" And I was like, I couldn't remember the term. What did I call dust bunnies? Dust bunnies. I completely lost it. I completely lost it. Dust bunnies. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember what it was. I laugh. I'm still laughing about it. I like dust bunnies. Dust bunnies. (laughs) 
what would Dust Bunny be the, for? That's the desert racer fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, okay. sand sand rails. Yeah, those are dust bunnies. Yeah, that's the dust bunnies. Oh God. Sand rails are the, the like Mad Max looking <laughs> right things. Yeah, it's Let's like see. a it's like a vaguely car like frame. Yeah, that's but basically that's... So, there's like the correct term is mud cricket, right? Yes. Yeah, but we don't. I don't like mud, and this wasn't a mud place. So you own a jeep. How can you not like mud? Because it's dirty, and I don't like cleaning it off my jeep. I don't like mud. There's no point in it. It's just mud. I mean, you get it's it's stupid. Okay, so you drive in mud, you get stuck, you break something, you get out, you lose your shoe. I mean, come on. <laughs> there's, there's the voice of experience there, my friends. You lose your shoe. Just one, not both shoes, just one. Because <laughs> okay. fool me once, shame on you. So, who's <laughs> yeah, one I don't shoe, like, shame uh, on the mud. I mean, I don't, I don't mind driving through the occasional puddle or crossing a stream or something, but I don't want to drive <laughs> in mud. It's just not fun for me. I know there's lots of people that love it, and I just don't. But no, we went to the uh, Hot Springs off road, off road, some kind of, I forget the exact wording of the name of the place but it's this uh, rock crawling mountainy trail park in hot springs arkansas um where your jeep can earn a merit badge actually it can earn three merit badges um, what your jeep is a boy scout no it is. but they have but jeep has this thing where it's like these trails and, and they're all over the country and if you drive on them you can check in on you know via gps on the app when you're there and if you drive the trail um and you submit you know you're that you were there and check in jeep will send you a little badge that for that trail that you can stick on your jeep or garage or you know wherever you want it and i just i think they're kind of ridiculous so i call them merit badges so this is like analogous to um long-haul motorcycle riders who who go for uh the various and sundry uh yeah, iron, iron butt. Yeah, that's what it I, was. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's it's, 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 it's very similar to that. And they're all <laughs> the trails the, are all moderately difficult. You know, they're they're specifically designed that most any any regular Jeep could. I want to show up in my Rav Four. Your Rav Four will not make it. I would love that. It will not make it. We're talking, Is you know, we're, we're talking like we're talking like yes. rock, rock gardens, and you know, I have it. It's like the little, it's like yeah. the little SUV. It's I oh. just I just paid it off, so now I have to put a ridiculous lift kit in it just because. It still wouldn't make it. A six inch lift with thirty three inch tires, and I'll no. show Alan. I'm going to show up and do his mud cricket trail. Nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Just funny. So, so anyway, we're out there and, and, you know, we got there Friday, um, Friday afternoon and we did one trail Friday afternoon and we we're like, yeah, this is great. And so we, we go do, uh, we were going to go do another one. So we, we started off at like nine, I don't know, nine thirty by the time we got up there and we get like, I don't know, 500 feet in and this, one of the guys that was we're, we're with his like fuel pump stops working. So we're sitting there, we, you know, we jack around with it. You know, it's like 14 guys staring at a car going, huh? Yeah, yep, sure is broken. Yep. And and so we're like, well, screw it. We got it, well, you know. So one of, the, one of the guys there that was with us in our group has a, a Gladiator, the Jeep pickup. <laughs> and so we <laughs> hooked Wait, toast. wait, 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 ah! wait. What? Wait. What? 
Is is that a truck? Yes, it is a truck. Okay. It is a Jeep pickup truck. Um, but anyway, we so we hook a tow strap up and we start dragging it through this trail. And and this trail is it's not really, you know, you you can barely drive on it, so towing a vehicle on it is so so not only did the, the did we use the tow strap to the vehicle, we also wound up using <clears> multiple <throat> winches and all kinds of stuff. So so we get about three quarters of the way through the trail. We're sitting there at the bottom of this gigantic hill that's just all kinds of awful and staring up at it and we're like I'm shaking my head. I'm just imagining, you know, the, you know, winching this Jeep up this hill. And I turn around and I look at the guy and I go, did you check the fuse? <laughs> and he just looked at me and he, and I was just like, check the damn fuse. And, uh, so he went and checked the fuse and it was blown. And, uh, so he put another fuse in it and, and it blew. Um, so he put a, he, you know, it's a 20 amp, so he put a 25 in and it held and it got him off the trail. So, um, you know, he's going to have to replace his fuel pump eventually. But anyway, that was fun. That was like, a, it wasn't even like he stuck a 22 bullet in there. That no, would have no, been cool. No, it wasn't even a wired, you know, it wasn't even a direct wire or anything. But uh, so that was fun. And then the next day we did more trails and we got, <laughs> it's like this Jeep is cursed. Same Jeep, same exact Jeep was going over uh, a rock and broke his track bar. Um, which means he can't steer. So is that is that bad? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's you know, it's up there, it's getting dark. We're like, crap. So we wound up going down. I drove my Jeep down to the bottom of the where the parking lot was, took the track bar off of mine because it was the same model, drove it back up, stuck it on his, drove his down, and then uh we went um, Monday morning and got a U-Haul flatbed trailer and trailered his Jeep home. <laughs> so you know, it's kind of like you know, it's kind of like when you do like you know, like any any time you push your vehicle beyond its limits, you push the envelope, you're going to break stuff. So um, that's pretty standard. Anyway, so the goal is to break your vehicle no that's not i can the, do that without going to arkansas that's not the goal but it's a possibility you have to you have to you have to you know it's a possibility you have to take it into consideration that by doing this kind of stuff you might you know something might break so anyway that's it see boring nobody's interested Everybody, no that was people great are turning it off all the time there was there were surprisingly few mud crickets so um, no, but you know what was you know what was surprising? Wait, to me? wait, wait, wait! Were there mud crickets? Not that I can. Were there? Tell. Well, there's no mud, so there all? weren't any mud crickets. Oh, were there any okay. rock crickets? But it like no, rock, what rock, what rock what was surprising <gasps> to me? Jay, rock awesome. lobsters, rock lobsters. <laughs> no, but I saw a lot of I saw a lot of deer and uh, you know trash kitties. Saw a few possums, trash pandas. Didn't see any. Um, didn't see any raccoons. Ah. Hmm. Now, do you do you camp at these events? I didn't. People, some <laughs> people do. So the, you, there's like a hotel off the trail, like five miles away. Ah. They have there. There's there's you know they have they have camping on there. They have you know it's they have cabins and camping, but um, I mean you got to like. 
this was this was Labor Day weekend, so you know this place was this place was packed. And what's funny is is you know besides all the trail stuff is is you know this is Arkansas, so there, you know it's full of hillbillies. Uh, it's the, the northern part of Arkansas, um, and it's like these guys with these you know and and you know, I, was, I was telling this to, to Brita earlier is you know you got you got two kinds of people that show up at these places. One is the guy that put like eighty thousand dollars in his Jeep. And you know it's got you know <clears throat> loaded up with all kinds of everything, and it's and the Jeep is like you know one or two years old tops. The other one is you got the hillbillies with the shit boxes. They paid five hundred bucks for it at a junkyard, drug it home, slapped a new motor in it, you know, took some took some axles off an of old Ford and welded them on. <laughs> old, and, old, bron- and, old Bronco too. And, and and it's not that they don't have any money because they they haul these things in a hundred thousand dollar pickup truck <laughs> with a with a yes. you know, gooseneck trailer on it, you know. So it's not that they're it's not that they can't afford it. It's just that they're you know, their idea of a good rock crawling vehicle is radically different from, yep. you know, other It's people. like the demolition yeah. derby of Jeeps. Yeah. yeah. So, so well, you know, and so you see these, you see these like 1980s, you know, Cherokees and stuff that are just bashed all to hell. Um, not a stitch of glass anywhere in them, uh, you know, on, <laughs> you know, and they're, you know, they get up, and right, they crawl up stuff, out. they roll over, you know, it's like they like, you know, they winch it back up on their trailer and take it home and nobody cares. It's just, you know. You, do you know what that sounds very analogous to, Alan? What? And, and this is going to be the segue to Tutti Segways. It sounds like your biker communities. It's very you've similar. Got, yeah. You've got the... You know, mid-level managers and higher that all have brand new $35,000 Harley Davidsons or Gold Wings or right. BMWs. Right. That, that are and heavily got, customized with expensive shit all over them. And, they, they've got GPS and, and sat nav yeah. and yeah. this, that, and the other thing. Six-disc CD changer in the trunk. And right. it's a brand new bike or, you know, it's a year old and it's got 75 miles on it. Because <laughs> you get your trailer to the event, they just ride it around, clean off the bugs every you know ten feet. Right. And then you got the guys that have a nineteen seventy nine Yamaha XS eight fifty midnight special that well, it actually has a Honda engine in it because <laughs> well when the Yamaha engine died, we just grabbed this one. And well, we decided it looked cool with a raked out fork like you see an easy rider. Um so we took that off of a off of a Suzuki yeah. and then it's got a Harley rear uh Rear suspension, you have a hardtail, so it looks like a chopper, and it's got a hundred. It's got six hundred and fifty thousand miles on it because I've driven it to the moon. Right. No, no rear shock, no rear springs at all. Hardtail. They're they're for sissies. Come on, (laughs) your butt, your butt is the shock absorber. Right. And they're all there together enjoying things like at the super spreader event Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. You like that? Yeah, that's good. Segway? <laughs> huh? Huh? How are they figuring that this is a super spreader event for COVID? Because they don't like the people that were there. Well, they, I, I they, mean, obviously. but They like, don't what? like people disobeying the quarantine order. Did they line up all the people who were at Sturgis and test them all? Like, they used or is anonymous it just a... cell phone data. Oh, dear. The cell okay. phone tracking. 
And, you know, so somebody went to Sturgis from, let's say, oh, I don't know, New York City. Uh, and then they mm-hmm. said, oh, this guy was at Sturgis. And oh, New York has an uptick in COVID cases. That must have been caused by the Sturgis oh. Motorcycle Rally, not from Andrew Como shoving COVID patients into nursing homes. No. So that's and not it, science. It was, I mean, reason shot down this study. It's wow. not peer-reviewed. It's a white paper, which is like, hey, this is possible. And it's been carried across the major news outlets as though it were the gospel itself from Pope Barack Obama on high. And it's just, this is the gospel. This is all of those horrible people. And you know who those horrible people voted for. I mean, they were in South Dakota, of course. And then they figured, oh, it cost our healthcare system $12 billion. Well, that's because (laughs) their ridiculously inflated number, if every single one of those people required the most possible medical care that you can give a COVID patient, that's what it would be. They they took the absolute worst case scenario and then applied an absolute worst case scenario to it. They're lying on top of their lives. Wow. The actual number of COVID of people that came down with COVID from the rally out of nearly half a million people was 260. Okay. Not 260,000, 260, and there was one death. Now, for that one person, it's very sad. It's terrible. Yeah, but how one many? Person, how many? You get five hundred thousand people in one place, and how many of them are going to die anyway? Bingo. Well, not just that, but like, is this a death from COVID, or is this a death with COVID? Car accident on I'm, the way I'm, home. COVID. I'm almost certain it's with COVID. Okay. You know this. This was not. Well, just statistically, that's the most likely thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Because, because, you know, come on. But they extrapolated 260 cases, one death, to a quarter of a million cases, and 12 billion dollars in medical care costs. Wow. That is the extreme to which they are willing to go. Because. This ceased ceased being about a medical issue months ago. It's about control. Yeah, and an election coming up. Mm -hmm. Didn't we just have a a politician, a, a, a Democrat politician, who said, oh, schools will be back to normal after November. After the election. After the election, yeah. Yeah. Funny. Oops. Oops. So it's basically they're holding everybody hostage. Of course. Until you vote Democrat. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, the, 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 the riots will continue until Biden wins. Schools won't be in session until Biden wins. I mean, it's like the the Democrats are holding the entire nation hostage until, until they win. It's ridiculous. Ah, 
LA County, Los Angeles County Public Health Director. K-12 schools in America's largest county likely will not open until after the November election. Oh. Uh, okay. After the election. Yeah. Put the, what do you think is going to happen? Well, it's funny. It's funny. It's like one of those, like, they accidentally to- told the truth. Right. 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 Because that's the key thing, right? It's it's there. This is all, this is all electioneering by the, you know, the Democrats. Um, and and once the election's over, there won't be any need for this lockdown stuff. Exactly. Which again, which tells so, you it has nothing to do with a virus, and it has everything exactly. to do with politics, like everything exactly. the Democrats do. Right. And maybe they'll stop manipulating the numbers yeah, after November. Well. Well, one outcome, they will. Because if Biden wins, there's well, they, no need to manipulate the numbers yeah, to drive the, the count they, up. They, they, won't know, even, again, they won't even talk about him anymore. It'll, they'll it'll just stop like reporting. Proof. That's yeah. exactly. They, and that's just it. They don't have to manipulate anything. They just stop talking about it. Right. And they put the word out. Nope, mm-hmm. don't cover it anymore. And yeah. it'll it go vanishes. Away. Because people only, they're only going to react to what they're shown. Right. You know, yeah. Again, I, I keep coming back to the fact that there's 900,000 coronavirus deaths, 200,000 of which are in the United States. That just defies any statistical probability chart you could come up with. Right. That a quarter of the entire planet's deaths are in a first world country with first rate medical care. It, no, it doesn't make sense. And, and no one has been able to say why other than orange man bad. Trump, I saw this today. Trump lied. People died. Oh, man. Because, you know, they had they had Puxatawney Woodward come out of his hole. <laughs> he looked for his shadow. <laughs> and he saw, oh, no, looks like six more weeks of impeachment and right back in. Well, you know, Harris County, worse than Watergate. Harris County got caught fudging their numbers. Um, that's, that's Houston for everyone that doesn't know. Harris County of reported 514 new cases of which, you know, 200, 367 weren't new. They were months old. So, you know, they're, 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 It's, you were far ridiculous. more charitable than I, Alan. You're like, oh, that means they underreported June and July. And I'm like, no, no, they didn't. They reported those numbers in June and July. I guarantee it. Yeah, they probably did. I, again, again, this is this is the, the same people are doing this. We're the ones that were reading off a list of names of people killed by gun violence and listed the fucking Sarnayev brother. Yeah. And, you know, if it wasn't fucking Sarnayev, if his name had been Jones or Smith or what Johnson, yeah, nobody would have batted an eye. Yeah. But these fuck these stupid motherfuckers list the goddamn Boston Marathon bomber. And it was it was like less than a year after it happened. You know, this this wasn't like now. 
This was like the next year. A victim of gun violence. The dude got in a fucking gun battle with the Boston PD after trying to blow up the Boston Marathon. Yeah, what did they No, no, no. Technically, he was killed by a firearm. But again, you know, that's like saying, you know, Hiroshima got a little warm at a, during a period in the 40s. It's true. It's not an adequate representation of what actually happened, but... Well, it, it was a mostly peaceful atomic bomb. <laughs> mostly peaceful, yes. Yes. Mostly peaceful. 93%. That's right. They, they came out with that. Like, we're supposed to be impressed. Oh, we've actually analyzed it. 93% of the protests were peaceful. Well, first of all, would you get on an airplane if 93% land? <laughs> Only 7% crash. Yeah. A, that's one. B, define protest. Because to get to that 93%, I'll bet you if Podunk County Community College has a rally of which eight people attend to show that Black Lives Matter, which they have every right to do, that's a protest that goes into the peaceful column or are you counting, you know, and, and three months of riots in Portland, Portland, Oregon. Oh, that's just one incident of violence. How are they counting it again? You know, Stalin, you can have all the free elections you want. I want to count the votes. And the best they could do was 7% turn violent. 7%. That's almost 10% turn violent. Like I said, would you get on an airplane if 7% crashed? No. You know, would you invest your money with a firm that, oh, only 7% of our clients lose everything? He's like, God, No. You know, would you pick a builder who said only 7% of our houses catch fire? Interestingly enough, if the coronavirus killed only 7%, I would agree with the lockdowns and quarantine. Absolutely. If you told me that the riots were 99.95% peaceful, all right, you got a point. You know, they, they focus on the riots because they're sensational. You got a point there. If, if you analyzed it and said, look, we looked and, you know, the, the riots get a lot of the media coverage, but there's so many more that it's a tiny fraction of a percent. No, it's 7%. Which, okay, you're, you're single digits. But again, that, that's not exactly a number to be proud of. Well, it depends on if you're, you know, a commie. That's, you know, roughly one in every 11. One in every 11 protests turns violent. And, and stuff gets broken, people get hurt, and shit gets, you know, burned down. What do they consider a protest, though? Like, I've, seen, I've seen certain protests where it's like seven people with marching band instruments walking down a street. Yep. Boop, 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 you know, Black Lives Matter, yay, yay, yay. Like, is that a protest? Is that what they're they're talking about? Because, sure, if you count those. Yep. 
that's the million dollar question, isn't it? It's the methodology. Yeah. And, and that's, right. that's what we've seen all along with all of this, it, the, you know, show the methodology. I mean, it bleeds over. You know, this whole kerfluffle with the allegations that Trump called World War One uh, soldiers who died in World War One losers. Oh, please. It's the same thing. It's, it's oh, an anonymous source said. Yeah. Four oh, anonymous okay. sources or three anonymous sources. I can't remember how many, but uh, four or three, whatever. But ten people... Last count, and this could have changed. I think it's, by I think now. it's more than that now. It's more, more than like, that. it's like a two dozen. Okay, but on record, right? They like, put their names willing to. It. Yes, they put their names to it. They're not anonymous. They're like, no, this is absolutely a lie. And here's the thing: the media knows that once the story's out there. Once a story is out there that Trump called veterans losers. Yep. Yep. It's it's out there. And because of confirmation bias and because of people being fucking lazy and not looking up the facts, all people look at is like the one liner on Twitter, the yep. headline on Facebook, the the meme that their friends them like literally we've gotten to that point where new memes are now news yep. and nobody's looking up to see if it's true or not despite the fact that this makes me crazy i know this is like a light librarian thing <laughs> but like literally you have the entire world and mm -hmm. history of information in your fucking pocket in your pocket. Yep. There are ways to get all sorts of information at a touch of a finger. Like within seconds, you can look up whether a thing is true or the history of a thing or the context of a thing or the etymology of a thing. Like you can, you can do it. Well, it takes effort. <laughs> I'm just going to click sorry. share on this meme. Yeah. It's so frustrating to me. It is like, I, I don't understand. I, okay, I'm going off on a tangent. I'm sorry. Please, but like, don't, I don't, please. We love a good breeder ant. Okay. There's a joke at the library. Okay. There's a joke at the library. And we all repeat it to each other because it's true and sad and really fucking disheartening. Is, Okay. No one reads signs. Mm. Now, if you go in any, pretty much any public building, you will notice, if you notice, if you take the time to notice, there are signs fucking everywhere. Don't do this. Do this. Here's the instructions for this. There's this thing. Like, there's signs everywhere, especially in libraries. I don't know how many of our listeners go to your library, but go to your library and get a library card. Check shit out. Um, but anyway, so there's signs everywhere because because librarians, we get tired of saying the same fucking thing 500 times a day to the next idiot that comes in the door. 
So we put up signs hoping that someone will see the sign that says tax forms instead of coming to our desk and saying, where's the tax forms? We put up signs for everything. Here's how to print. Here's the rules for the computer. Here's, you know, whatever. Signs for everything. No one reads signs. There is this kind of like intellectual laziness that is pervasive in society today. For instance, let me just give you an example. So because of COVID, our computer situation at the library has changed. We're down to four computers total for the public right now. And initially when we first opened the public, um, we were allowing people one hour appointments. And so we would require you to sign up for appointment, either call in or in person, sign up for appointment. You get an appointment, you get your hour on the computer, etc. Somewhere and in between the hours, the librarians, meaning me, had to go out and clean all the computers in between appointments. So <sighs> Trust me, oh. this is my life. This is my life now. So Do you at least have like a like a mister, like you know, like the the plant people at like your grocery store. No, you know where they just like mist. No, I have to put rubber gloves on oh. and take my little bottle of cleaner and my little you know roll of paper towels and go out and clean the computers. Thank God it's only four per hour, mm. but. Okay, so anyway, so we had back-to-back appointments, which we realized that at a certain point, we're like, oh, God, we can't do back-to-back anymore because, like, one person would be getting off, and then we'd be scrambling to clean the computers, and the next person would be standing there waiting, and it was like this whole big situation. So I said, to, I, I said we have to change the rule. We have to limit the timeline, maybe, like, 55 minutes appointments, so at least we have five minutes in between to clean the computers. The director said, what? let's just do 50 minutes. Okay, 50 minutes, great, 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 great. But this was like weeks after we had opened to the public. Mm. And so as a result of our change in policy, we put up a sign saying that our appointments are now 50 minutes, five zero. And the sign was like a giant fucking placard. <laughs> in red letters and it was right by the reference desk and so we put up this sign and it was like right in front of my desk where people would come to sign up for the computer and our very first patron who came in that day after we had put up the sign she comes over and she comes in like three times a week to use the computer god love her but um she comes over to my desk and I said to her, I said, Rebecca, we've changed our policy for the computer because we were having trouble with like cleaning and blah, 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 you know, whatever. And she was like, oh, okay. And I said, didn't you see the sign? And she's standing literally right next to it. What sign? And she said, no, I didn't see the sign. I said, the sign is right next to you. She's like, oh no, I don't look at stuff. <laughs> But this, it's oh my like god oh is, no i don't look at stuff i don't look at stuff i, I i'm focused but like that's how society is now there's like this 
people are walking around so engrossed in whatever their <clears throat> bullshit is that they are number one, they don't look at stuff. Number two, they're in intellectually incurious. They yep. you tell them like ah. they look at a headline. That's Una singing a song oh. about dinner. Um, they look, you know, they read a headline and they're like, okay, that's the truth. Right. And they rely on their confirmation bias to tell them whether or not it's the truth. Like, yay Trump, no Trump, like, yeah. you know, whatever it is. And they're like, okay, that's the truth. And they never stop to think, maybe I should check this. Yeah. I check everything. I still check everything. <clears throat> I'm like, yeah. you know, is this, tr I, I fucking look up the etymology of words still. I mean, come on. But, um, it, but the fact that people walk around with like smartphones in their pockets with easy access to all the information and history and, and stuff of the entire history of the world in their pocket. And it's like, nobody bothers. It's baffling. This is a long way to get to that point. But, like, I'm just saying, like, and I don't know how this has happened. Like, is it the pub public education system? Is it the media? Is it just... Yes. We have, like, yeah, yes. we have like that whole, like, uh, what is it, like, instant gratification thing where we can't be bothered anymore to look up the truth? Well, we can't, can't be bothered. Like, oh, it's too much work. Like, who cares? I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, it's the death of critical thinking. Oh. I mean, you're, you're talking about an event. This is the 100th anniversary of the end of World War I. Mm. Now, I don't know about the rest of you. But anytime the president of the United States, any president of the United States has given a speech, there has been some device capable of recording that has been used to record his words. Right. I mean, I, I don't think this is new. I, I would say, you know, probably going back to the, I don't know, early 20th century, we have had mechanical means of recording someone's speech. The president of the United States giving a speech at, oh, I don't know, the hundredth anniversary of the first world war there's going to be a recording there's probably going to be 20 recordings if not more mm -hmm. and not mm -hmm. a single fucking person could find a recording of him saying this so right. what you're telling me what you expect me to believe is that the fucking president of the united states that half the planet fucking hates made a comment at the hundredth anniversary of the end of world war two world war one that the American soldiers who died were losers and slackers and not a single fucking tape recorder or anything, MP3 recorder, any fucking device, cell phone, anything caught this. Not a single one. Nobody that was at that event could come forward with a device that had him clearly stating that. Right. The odds of that happening are... Because because it didn't about happen. the same as yeah they're about the same as oh what happened in Sturgis yeah well i mean you have like headlines coming out 
Dan Rather on Atlantic <laughs> Trump story. Yeah. Dan Rather, please, people. I mean, but, Mr. But, fake, but I mean, accurate. It's it's so strange that they they keep trotting him out. I mean, he's like the 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 very first example of of how the media is is anyway. But anyway, Dan Rather says about this story about Trump, whether he said it or not, it is believable to a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Is, is that or is that not the biggest load of nonsense? I mean, oh my God. whether well, he said it or not, the fact that Barack Obama conducts live human sacrifice is believable to a lot of people. I, I mean, you could literally say that about any, you could say yeah. anything about anybody on the entire planet. Well, I have a theory. Mother about Teresa was widely known to be a vampire. Well, well, it, we don't know it. if that's actually true, but a lot of people believe it. This is yeah. the standard. This is a journalist. This is someone well, that he's not for a journalist. Decades. Well, he was yeah. for decades. People turned to him to provide what they thought was the truth. Well, that was right. the first mistake. And it, that, that's where I'm going. And it's very hard. When you realize that, no, they're not giving you the truth. They're giving you their version of the truth, which might be 90 degrees to the actual truth. And in Rather's case, you know, it, it's right. interesting that they trot him out because there, there's, you know, I'm sure there are other examples, but he jumps out as being the kind of the poster child for making shit up. Yeah, but this is, Jay, this one, this has gone on for, since the dawn of humanity. This is not new. You, you provide the pictures, I'll provide the war. Right. There's no, right. I, mean, you know, I mean, think about literally it. Literally a hundred years ago. You had, what was it, what the guy, the New York Times guy, who was praising the Soviet Union. What was it, what, Winchell, what was his? All of them? Yeah. Walter Winchell. <laughs> Winchell, Winchell, yeah. right? And then. Yeah. You know, you had Mr. Oh, that's the way it is with his, you know, Ted offensive bullshit. There was a complete Crockett. lie. I mean, yeah. the you know, the yellow journalism that never stopped being yellow. I mean, this Tokyo is, Rose. This is this has been going on since the dawn of time. The the problem we have today is that prior to the internet and social media people's stupid bullshit was pretty much limited to the people they knew personally. Well, and, and it plays into what Brita was saying too, that the, the most infuriating thing is we have more tools than we've ever right. had in human history right. where we can find out, you know, we can look and, into and they don't the, care. Cause exactly. Cause, exactly. Cause that meme fits my worldview and I'm not going to bother to find out if it's right. true or not. Yeah. Like but we always say, we always say, Oh, the internet is forever. And it is, and it exists out there, but it, it requires someone to look up the truth. Right. Yep. But, but think about it. Even, you know, I, I remember, I remember when I was a kid and I'm not doing like an old dude story, but you know, this was, <laughs> no, no, you know, pre-internet, right? Pre-internet right. when, you know, it was, it was difficult to find things out. You had to actually, yeah. I mean, it was, Go to the library? it was, you it would, was, 
it was exponentially more difficult. You couldn't. You had to put in effort. Right. You had to go to the library. You had to look shit up. You had to read the newspaper for whatever good that did. Periodical index. Right. You had to. You had to go find stuff out, and and it was it was difficult. And and and, you know you think people don't bother now? (laughs) Shit, they definitely didn't bother back then. So so people, you know, it would be like. You know, yeah, I heard this dude that did this, you know, a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend did this thing. And, you know, I mean, it's just all this crazy bullshit that people would spout off. But it never really went beyond, you know, like some dumbass saying some stupid thing had a very limited audience. Now Mm -hmm. a dumbass gets on Twitter and, you know, 500,000 people see it. And of those 500,000 yep. people, a certain percentage are going to go, yeah, that sounds right. Yep. Whether it is or not. That, that's, that's an excellent point. That really is that social media has allowed the dumbasses. It is. A platform beyond their wildest dreams. Because mm. you know, you're right. You, the, the guy that's over in the corner, you know, perfect example, UFOs and Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. We saw... You know, the, the UFOs throughout the, what, you know, would you say 40s, 50s, 60s? Sure. There are all kinds of sightings. As soon as you started seeing video recorders, I'd say, you know, mid-80s, late-80s, early-90s. And certainly the advent of the, the personal cell phone that had a camera. Yeah. All of a sudden, UFO sightings went way down because... You couldn't take a blurry picture with a coat, you know, with, a, with with an Instamatic, right? And say, "Look at this thing." You'd be like, "No, no, you're no, that's a hubcap coming from a wire." I can tell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, same with Bigfoot. It was like, no, that that's clearly a monkey at the zoo. You know, you're you're clearly not seeing a yeah, half ex- man. Ex- half ex- except Jay, it turns out UFOs are real. Yeah, you know, according to the government, yes. You know what I've noticed, and this is. <clears throat> this is kind of like I'm noticing it a little bit more and more as time gets closer to the election. Um, and I think it speaks to the Democrats' desperation at this point. But um, I'm noticing that they're outright lying. Yeah. And outright, like, changing history, like, gaslighting the entire country. Like, what was it just recently? I mean, and I know that okay, it was Joe Biden saying something. And I take it with a grain of salt because Joe Biden does not what, know what he's saying. Oh, he said 6,000 like, soldiers died or something. No, no, no. He said the only one talk, the only one wanting to defund the police is Trump. Oh, right. And I, yep. I, I saw that and I was like, I did the, what? The, yep. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Wait, but yeah. I really feel like, and and I want to say that, and I've noticed it a lot with Democrats, where Democrats who have been in office for a very long time, they seem to think that the internet doesn't exist and nobody can fact check them and nobody can, yep. you know, and it seems like they, they're so used to being able to say whatever the fuck they want to say and the media covers for them and, yep. and nobody will look up the truth. But, and it seems like that is kind of going on a little bit, especially now as we're getting yep. close to the election. 
but I, they can. You know, that's I don't the know. whole thing. You know, yeah, look at of course look they at can. what they look at what they did with coronavirus. Yeah. You know, that all of a sudden somebody put out this thing that said, "Oh, there there's a conspiracy that the numbers are inflated." And it's like, "No, no, there's no conspiracy about it. You've been fucking with the numbers since day 1." You know, and we we can pull up reams of evidence of you fucking with the numbers from well, what Alan just pointed out about, you know, Texas reporting new cases from three months ago to Florida, which, oops, we've missed the decimal point on our positivity rate. It's not 99%. It's 9.9. Silly us. It's a simple mistake. Anybody could make it. Well, But then you know, 99% is out there already. So months, Exactly. Months ago, right. Dr. Brick stood in a, one of the press conferences Burks. and flat out said... That the death numbers are bullshit because of the way they categorize death. She flat out admitted it. Like, yeah, she she stood there and said anybody that dies of any reason whatsoever, if they test positive for covid, they mark it as a covid death. Right. She she said that right there in front of everybody. And the media went right on and were like. You know, why is this all your fault, Trump? I mean, right. nobody even paid any fucking attention to it. Because it's the, a convenient... I mean, again, when you see... I mean, how many people I, would have I, died of the flu if everybody that died that tested positive in any possible way for the flu was counted as a flu death? Right. I mean, right. come on. Right. And then, you know... There's, Come there's on, man. Own. Look at how many more. <laughs> the official Come on, Joe man. Biden. Come on, man. Uh, can we talk about how can we talk about how California looks like um uh Blade Runner. Blade Runner now. Oh god. <laughs> Holy shit, that movie was a prescient son of a bitch, wasn't it? Well, and and it's very interesting too because you know they're they're trying to blame the entire thing on it was a gender reveal gone wrong. Oh bullshit! Mm. Was it? And it's like, it's like uh, oh okay. That's why you know thousands of acres are on fire right now is is one and because they're not about to admit that our feel good bullshit fucking pro and I'm making air quotes here pro environment doesn't allow us to clear cut regions to make fire breaks and such. And, and this is something, I mean, we saw this back during the Obama administration with the giant wildfires out West oh, it's yeah. because they're, they closed off so much public land. Yep. They couldn't mm. go in and manage the areas. You know, if, if you've ever been involved in a, a, even a small scale land fire, you need empty space so it doesn't spread. And that's what they do. And not only do you not have that empty space, but the undergrowth is filled with old, dead, dry brush, which is like, you're, Alan, were you a Boy Scout? Oh, yeah. Okay. Eagle Scout. That's right. Back back before it sucked. <sighs> what did you use? To, what, what would you collect to start fires? You'd collect... Dry. Pine needles yeah, and we collect dry all leaves the dry shit from the and cut grass. And, yeah. 
all, all of that. Them. And what happens? You put that at the base of your teepee, your log cabin, and there's a, by the way, there's a huge raging debate over which is better. Log cabin, by the way. But you put tinder, that's what you call the dry stuff, in the yep. middle of your, your whatever you're going to start it with. And the instant you tie, it's a thing in Boy Scouts, the one match fire. Yep. You should be able to get a fire going with one match. That's right. Now and you imagine, specifically you specifically use all that shit they wouldn't clear off to start exactly, the one match fire. Yes. So yeah, it literally takes nothing. I mean, I mean, you can call you can say it was a gender reveal thing, but the reality is forest fires are ninety nine point nine 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 percent caused by lightning strikes. So yeah. Yeah, you you know if you if you don't care about your shit burning down, then just you know let it let it keep going. The, but the problem is these people, they've built they've they've built houses, yep, next to these hills covered in this shit, and then they refuse to do anything about the shit covered hills, and then the shit covered hills catch on fire. And burn their stupid houses down, and they go, "Whoa! Who could have seen this happening?" Yeah, everyone. Well, yeah, everyone. Um, well, the other thing they've done in California is apparently they've outlawed electricity, so they have they have a huge <laughs> oh, problem. Oh boy, yeah, you know, with that. So, so not only is the air on fire, but you have to open your windows and breathe all the smoke because right. you can't because you can't use you, your air conditioning. You, you, you it's can't use your air out. conditioning, right? <laughs> so, what at like three p.m. they require you to turn off all your appliances. Mayor and... of Los Angeles, yeah. Oh, yeah. Unplug your appliances. I mean, you you want to talk? I mean, the amount of electricity that your fucking coffee maker uses because it's plugged in. You know, the, 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 the amount of electricity needed to fucking light up three goddamn LEDs on the display. Yeah, but Jay, that's, that's the what same, they're talking that's, about. These are the same people that gave you the low flush toilet because the, the half of a percent of yeah. water used by residences compared to everything else was yep. so critical. They had to stop you from, from using your three-gallon flush and go to a one-and-a-half-gallon yeah. flush. And, 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 you know, the 100-watt light bulb was, right. you know— Public enemy number one. So what do we replace it with? Here, it's filled with mercury. Yeah. Or or, or the gas mercury, or the gas can or the gas can that's supposed to be like um, <laughs> prevent gasoline fumes from venting into the environment, but it's so fucked up that you wind up spilling half of you it on the spill, ground. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just you know, it's. it's I'm gonna just, leave my lawnmower in the sun so the gasoline can all evaporate. Thank right. you. Yeah. It's just dumb. It's, yeah. But there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, one more thing. And it is it is kind of you've you've kind of heard you've probably heard about it, but you mm -hmm. haven't probably heard that much about it. Is the attempt to mainstream pedophilia. Oh boy. <sighs> You've got like Via three minutes left, and, <laughs> and you're going into pedophilia. Really? Yes. Okay. Because because Netflix mm. is airing a movie that is literally nothing but softcore child porn. It is. I saw clips of it today, it is, and I was like, "Holy 
Shit. Was this the one that's about the eleven-year-old? Yes. That they're, they're uh, oh. yes. Do not watch clips. Do not do, watch clips. Yeah, I I made the mistake of watching one. It is the most god awful. Oh my god! Thing. Well, now on on the on the plus side, Alan, you know what that means? It means Ghislaine Maxwell's still alive. <laughs> so well. so on Rotten Tomatoes, this is this is another one of those cases where the mainstream population of the entire world is completely out of whack with yeah, the people that are like, I don't know, the elites or whatever, because the Tato meter, which is like the critics and stuff, they have this movie at 88%. Guess what the audience score is and don't look it up. I'm not looking Just it up. guess. Just guess. <laughs> guess what the Single digits, is. I'm pretty sure. 3%. Oh, wow. wow. 3%. That may be the lowest audience score I have ever seen on anything on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie is so god-awful that, that um, Scott Adams was talking about it on one of his morning soliloquies, either yesterday or today. And I, I happened to watch a piece of it. And he was like, you know, he's, he's, he tries to be a fairly, you know, competent kind of guy. He's not going to jump, you know on wild and crazy things. And so he saw this kerfluffle about the, you know, the poster and all this kind of stuff. And he's thinking, you know, well, it probably wasn't that bad. And he goes, Oh no. He goes, it was worse. Yeah. And he goes, it's, he goes, yeah. the people, the people that are saying that who the, the, the people responsible for this movie should be put in jail are right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They should be in jail because yeah. this is straight up. And the parents. And the parents that let it happen. This is Absolutely. straight up pedophilia. Yes. And it is it is awful. And Netflix Ugh. is doing it. And the media is covering for them like they're covering for Biden. Yep. They're calling it like a well, coming of age movie. Mm-mm. It is not well, a coming no. of age movie. No. Biden clearly likes sniffing underage women. Well, what is happening is like... Ah. An anonymous like the, source told the grooming, me that Joe Biden had a truck culture. with free candy on it. You're right. What is that. happening is like the grooming of culture, yeah. right? Where where love has no age. Well, yeah, they're trying. I that mean, too. they're trying that shit, and now they're putting little girl. I I can't even talk about the clips I saw. I can't even. Yeah. I can't even. And. You you start to sympathize Ugh. with fucking Uday Hussein and the human fucking shredder. Yeah, I, I can't even I can't even speak about it. You know, it's it it was I th- I was I was like Scott Adams where I was like, oh okay, like the the movie poster that was up on Netflix was a little bit risque, and the little girls were wearing like a little bit too little clothes, like uh, you know, eh. But then I saw the clips and I was like, oh my, it was, yeah, like I, I can't. It's horrific. It, yeah. And it not only, not only is it horrific, but they have things like, and I, of course I didn't see this, but I, I read, they have things where like there's, um, there's a particular scene where they are dancing seductively and these are like 10 and 11 year old girls. Yes. Dancing seductively for adult grown men who are sitting there looking at yes. them with predatory expressions on their faces. You know, I mean, it yeah. is 
and and Netflix is like, you know, they put out they changed the poster and they're like they put out a press release as it was yeah. like say oh we're sorry you morons were offended yeah. by our poster. Yeah. It, yeah, it's not the poster. Which <laughs> you know when it's you not. get down to it, it's actually rather humorous because this is from let, let's be honest here, this is from the same side of the coin that keeps yammering about defund the police and that's how you know they're not serious because if you actually defund the police and there's no danger of being arrested every fucking person involved in the making of that would be strung up from a fucking lamppost yes you take away the cops you take away the fucking cops you will not like what this country turns into because they are not about catching the criminals they've never been about catching criminals and keeping you safe they've been about preventing vigilantes period right and that's that's the deal that's the deal with the government that's the that's the so-called social contract with government right exactly you give up your you give up your personal right to retribution exactly you give that power to the state with the understanding that the state would apply it you know somewhat fairly and air and, quotes fairly right and and keep the peace it was just rioters burning shit down oh, yeah. saying defund the police are you fucking kidding me yeah you take the police out of the equation and you are a fucking reactive target shit bag yeah you know yeah, you, you quite you simply, got you got guys sitting back there polishing their guns going oh yeah <laughs> bring it <what>? on <laughs> yeah Broke into it's, the wrong rec room. You got damn rec room, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah, exactly. So the movie is French. Yeah, of course it's French. <laughs> Roman Polanski's in France. Yeah. Coincidence? Yeah. I think not. <sighs> yeah. The plot revolves around a traditional Senegalese Muslim girl who is caught between two contrasting sides, blah, blah, blah. I, wow. I, I just, don't. It, I mean, it gets rave reviews from like, yeah, from all the pedophiles. Know, they the, loved it. Yeah. The Sundance Film Festival, and yeah. they wait. She that won an award. Oh yeah. At Sundance. Oh yeah. Like, you know who goes to Sundance? <laughs> pedophiles. Bunch of fucking pedophiles. pedophiles. That's who goes Apparently. to Sundance. Wow. But you know, it, it's interesting because. At the same time, we're seeing that the, for lack of a better word, the infantilization of the American youth. The, the fact that, you know, oh, you have now you now you have to be 21 to buy tobacco products. You have to be 21 before you can own a firearm. They push that you get, you're high on your higher. Parents, you're on your parents' health insurance until you're 26. Thank you. Yes. 26. 26. I was fucking married and I building know, a goddamn too. house. Yeah. At 26. What the hell? You know, so uh, you I mean, how how can you expect anything to be taken seriously? You want to lower the voting age to 16. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? 16? Mm. I was 16. I would have voted for the any candidate promising to show me titties. Period. <laughs> 16. 
I mean, yeah. I, I'm going to be honest here. No, right? if, you, yeah, if you're not okay. if you're not mature enough to buy alcohol until you're 21, if you're not mature enough to buy a gun until you're 21, if you're not yeah. mature enough to smoke until you're 21, how can you possibly be mature enough to vote? Right, and and you know we. We're, we want them to vote at 16, and apparently we want the age of consent to be, I don't know, 10? Yeah. Or just, just get rid of it completely? Because, no. The fuck is wrong with 18? You're an adult. You're an adult at 18. Oh, sorry. That was me scratching my mustache. Um, yeah. I just pick something and stay with it. You know, It's just... We're going to move the goalposts. You well, know, that's the I, whole point is they're going to move the goalposts yeah. to destruction. I mean, that's that's the goal is to is the destruction, not anything else. Don't expect rational thought because there is none. Yeah. So anyway, on that light note, <laughs> on that light note, other than the complete destruction of Western civilization as we know it, you know. I keep hearing about this meteorite that's supposed to hit us right before the election, and I'm like, can we lean into it? Is you that know, true? let's just, I hope so. You know, at this point, it's like, you know, fuck it. I've had a good run. I'm close enough. You know, 500 years ago, I'd have been dead by now. Fuck it. You know. Well, I just wanted to remind everybody that Canada is now recommending that you wear a mask during sex. So everybody <laughs> stay, stay safe. But, but do they recommend you wear a condom? <laughs> they don't say what kind of mask. I'm telling um, you. I'm telling you, man. I got my I got oh, my WC Fields mask oh. already. Jay's, hey. Jay's going to gimp out. Oh, my God. That's right. Wear a mask while having sex and avoid kissing new people. <laughs> oh, my so, God. Everybody stay safe out there. Yeah. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> okay. Same Bye. squirrel time, same squirrel channel. Ah. <sighs>